Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to episode 262 of the Worship Probs podcast. If you listen faintly, you might hear some sleigh bells or maybe some handbells. If you're theologically opposed to sleigh bells, you might hear those back in the... Because Christmas is almost here, guys. We're walking through these December episodes. They're kind of shorter. They're nice, like a like a warm blanket of encouragement, but just a little, little, little bit of encouragement because mm-hmm. uh, we know you're busy. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I'm here, and you know who else is here, guys? Big Yonsei's here. I am here with bells on and excited. And those are action. the bells. I, the bells. Those are the bells we were hearing. <laughs> they were. <laughs> The rattling in my head. <laughs> oh man, can you tell we're halfway through December? Can you? <laughs> yes, we are. Uh, it's uh, yeah. we're slap happy. It's, we are, you know, but it's fun. We are. Yeah, we're having a good, good time, and we're gonna have a good time again today. Uh, we've got more more special Christmas yes, goodness. Yes. Way, you know, we're gonna yeah. share some resources. Yeah. We want to equip you guys. We're gonna share some laughs. We got we got another round of prayer concerns coming, and then uh, buckle up. Because, you know, Brian, we tried our best these last two weeks. You and I aren't the most profound people. We yeah. did. We, we dug deep. <laughs> we shared from our hearts these last two weeks. Yeah. But, you know, this week yeah. we figure let's let's maybe let the, the pros, <laughs> let's let the pros share something. So we are going to be sharing be some highlights so from the big room um, from over this last year. Mm-hmm. We're going to be, we've picked out some highlights because, yes. you know, it's great. Yes, like yes, yes. this happens to me. I listen to episode and while we're in the midst of it, I'm like, man, that was so good. But then, uh, you know, a month can go by. You know, two months goes by and I can kind of forget, you know, some wisdom that someone shared. And so it's always good to kind of go back and revisit that and hear mm. it again. So, yeah, we are sharing. We Absolutely. are sharing some highlights from the big room from this past year. It's going to be so good. So, so good. So thanks for taking the time to listen. And uh, you know what? We need to give a big Merry Christmas thank you to our amazing friends at Planning Center. Let's talk about the way that Planning Center can help organize your church ministries. Many of you are already familiar with Planning Center and may even be using services to plan your weekly events and schedule volunteers. But what you might not be as familiar with is that Planning Center is actually an all-in-one church management software system. Planning Center can help keep your whole church engaged by creating space for important data like prayer requests and event attendance, or even tracking first-time guests, making follow-up simple and easy. With different products on a unified platform, your whole team can stay aligned across ministries and eliminate anyone working in silos or having to track information across multiple programs. There are so many things you can do with Planning Center. And best of all, you can customize how you use it based on your church's ministry needs. Anyone on your team using Planning Center, whether they run sound, play drums, or schedule volunteers, has access to Planning Center's training materials and support team too. So go to planningcenter.com to learn more and get started for free. Okay, Jen, we've talked keys, we've talked movies. We have, yeah. Now let's talk about like, is there, what is a tradition in your family that it doesn't feel like Christmas until we do this? Mm, okay. 
you know what? Going and looking at Christmas lights. We 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 love mm, to. We get love all it. bundled love up. It. We find somewhere to go. Now, obviously, this year, you know, Christmas looks a little different in the Smale household. A little different for a you little, guys. A little right? different for us. We're you down. Have to wear your coats and everything. We're, we're, well, it looks different because we're at and we're down two kids. So <laughs> it's 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 oh, hard yeah, to right. you know that's it's right. kind of hard. Um, you know, kind of continuing some Christmas traditions. But yeah, it's it's with the wintry weather. So we're we actually this year went to the Christmas tree lighting in the in the town that's near to us. They had a whole Christmas tree lighting and little celebration thing. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's looking at lights, finding some Christmas lights to go see. It, it doesn't feel like Christmas until we do that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, very similar. Uh, Kim and I usually, we, we try to, we, you know, we're tr- we try to make date night a thing, you know, and, it, and everybody gets busy. Right. You know, we're both in ministry. You know, you're in ministry. Your husband's in Australia right now. Like, <laughs> right. so, you know, everybody gets busy. So we try to, we, we always try to mark out a couple of special nights in December. And um, we have a tradition here. There's a, there's a, a, a nice restaurant that we really enjoy here in Indianapolis. And we try to go there. And then we go to um, the art museum here has a, a gigantic outdoor light display um and they have they've they expanded every year they've got uh there's a there's a like historic uh kind of a mansion styled house on the grounds and they they do some like projection stuff on that and there are wow. just giant old trees all over the place they're all filled with lights and they've got like fires and warming stations and it's a it's a blast and so wow. yeah that would be for us a similar situation finding lights to go look at and and uh, maybe get some hot chocolate and. I have to say, and especially know. there, it's probably pretty chilly. Maybe it that? is pretty chilly. A little, yeah, little, pretty, little on the chilly a real, side. A special kind of character to live in this kind of a frozen right land. You know? Right, the fortitude I, that I don't have, but I admire that you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there are lots of days I'm I'm not sure I have it. That sounds great. It's about time for me to uh, break out my uh, my winter slippers. I know Jen okay. was here uh, with Kim and I last year and mm-hmm. asked me some questions about my slippers. Like, what do we got going on Bri- here? I mean, Brian's, we, Brian's a little bougie what, with his... What well, are we wearing? Just bougie in general. Brian is. <laughs> but you, I, if I remember correctly, you you like conducted a poll and asked for input on a particular type I of did. slipper. Yeah. And then he researched it. I did. Brian's yeah. not like me. I went to Costco and bought some slippers there. But Brian's slipper game is just, <laughs> it's a whole different level of well, slippers. You know, so sometimes I'll go to a store and I'll buy a, a something and I didn't do any research. And I'm like, okay, in two weeks, this thing's falling apart or whatever. So I did. I did a little bit of a Facebook uh, poll on my, on my friends. And uh, this, this one came, this was loud and clear, the most highly recommended slipper. Interesting. Uh, and so I, I got myself a, a pair of those and boy, they're cozy. I'll tell I you. Bet. I bet. Oof, I might need to ask so you nice. about them afterwards because yeah, slippers are a you must. You got it. You got it. <laughs> they are a must. Um, you know what else is a must? Our friends at uh, Five Words Media are doing this Free Church AV again this year. This is season five. They're going to give away and install a, a, an AVL system to a church. It's valued at $250,000. And so right. they're going to be announcing the winner of that uh, season five coming up soon. Uh, so keep your eyes open and ears open for that. We just think it's an unbelievable thing that they're doing. And it's really an honor to, to stand with them and, and uh, help 
get the word out uh, about Free Church AV. We absolutely love that. Uh, we're going to be at Refuel Conference in Mishawaka, Indiana. That's up at Bethel University. We're going to be there January 19th and 20th. Come on out. This is a yeah. this is a conference that was born out, out of a local church, mm-hmm. and it's still run by the people at a local church. Yeah. It's just that you're going to have a thousand or so people there, and uh, the space sells out generally every year. So uh, we would love to see you there. We're going to be there. We're going to record a podcast and maybe do some teaching. Um, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a blast. Uh, so hit the link in our bio and join us up in Mishawaka. This is a and this is a conference that's at a price point where you you can have probably afford to bring people from your team with you, and uh, they will really really enjoy it. I promise you, it it hits different, man, and it will make a a spiritual impact uh, on you and your team. And then worship karaoke. We're still, uh, uh, we're just finishing up season two. We got season three coming, uh, in the, in January. And that will be making her triumphant debut, uh, in the car. Big Yonsei. Every uh, time you mention it, awesome. I, I just get are... more and more nervous about it. Just every time the, the anxiety <laughs> so awesome. ball in my stomach is growing. So awesome. I just... I'm not, I'm not ready for it. it. (laughs) I love it. Um, Hey, and our sponsor for worship karaoke is American musical supply. They're incredible. You need instruments or gear or cables or recording gear, microphones, whatever it is, they have it and they can get it to you quick. Use the link in our bio uh, to hit them up and you can save some money. Uh, There's a special code there uh, beside the link in our bio and uh, they'll get it to you quick. They're just unbelievable people. Well, Brian, yeah, Jen. You know what time it is? Okay, Aura Ace. I think it's time for Prayer Concerns. Prayer Concerns is brought to you by our friends at Five Words Media. They're the amazing people that bring you free church AV. Five Words Media is also the official AVL integrator of Worship Leader Props. Now, if your church is planning an upgrade to your production gear, maybe you have a new building in the works, start with a call or an email to the team at Five Words Media. They're the best in the biz, and they will do an incredible job of finding the right gear to help your church realize their vision of making a greater impact for the kingdom. Just consider them as an extension of your church production team, and they'll focus on the five words that clients experience with every project they do. Those five words are see, hear, feel, design, and build. Just click the link in our bio and then click on the link for Five Words Media to get started today. guys um your your prayer concern game is just amazing okay so our congregations sometimes they really love what we do sometimes they don't and when they don't they've been given a license to share and they will share these with you maybe it's a comment on your live stream or on youtube or a google review or or maybe they write you a handwritten note or a prayer card or they come up and give it to you in person Uh, whatever it is send those in to us We'll never share your name or your church's name, uh, but you can do that on our website, worshipleaderprobs.com. Click on the prayer concerns tab and do it there. Or you can also DM those to us on any of the socials. Uh, so we share these just to remind us all, it's good to laugh. Nobody would probably say, I laugh too much. You know, right. I get too much joy. Too much. And so yeah. that's what we're trying to do with that first E, entertain. And so we share these on the podcast every week. So let's dive right in. Prayer concern number one. 
After our worship set, I got this comment and it says, you usually do a really good job. I'm not sure what happened today though. <laughs> oh my gosh. Why do you have to say it? Like why? Usually it's really usually, good. Usually, but, but yeah. what, not Usually today. it's really good. Not today. You weren't on it. Yeah, not today. Not sure what happened today. <laughs> so uh, okay, number two, prayer concern number two. Uh, it says, I just wanted to tell you that you need to close your prayers with in Jesus name. Because if you close a prayer with a simple amen, God doesn't hear it. He doesn't. No. The chapter and verse? <laughs> chapter and verse. Yeah. Give me the old address for that one. You oh know, I don't, Lord, the stuff I don't people think I've on. ever studied that passage. I know, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Is fam. the message translation? <laughs> on, fam. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, my Lord. Okay. Here is the last one, the bottom of the pudding cup. Uh, prayer concern number three. And it says, one of the vocalists on the team is pregnant. A lady in the church came up to me one day to tell me how they could finally hear her sing and that it must be the baby that's making her sing louder. <laughs> <laughs> so as someone oh who has gosh. had to be pregnant and sing at the oh same time, that is not how it works. If anything, when you're pregnant, you are working it's against... The opposite, it's right? It's the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that baby ain't helping oh you in any gosh. way. <laughs> So oh, come on, fam. Uh, come on, fam. Wow. Uh, so those are prayer concerns. Uh, keep sending yours in. Uh, again, you can DM those to us on any of the socials, or you can do that on the prayer concerns forum on our website. And those links, the, that link is in our bio as well. Uh, well, as you know, so this is episode 262. Uh, and so anytime we have an interview, uh, we interview uh, them and we ask the same question at the end of the interview every time. It's called the big room question. And uh, it, it's like if we could gather all the worship leaders and all their volunteers, all the production leaders and all their volunteers together, and we gave we got them all together in one big room and we gave you a microphone, what would you want to say to them? And man, over the years, we have just gotten some incredible uh, uh, answers to that question. So we wanted to take uh, today's episode and and uh, share some highlights of those uh, answers for you from uh, the last year. So here are some big room highlights from 2023. So if we could gather every worship leader and all their volunteers and every production leader and all their volunteers, we got them all together in one big room and we gave you a microphone, what would you want to say to them that you haven't already said? I mean, it's this, is, this has been like one giant big room answer, which is awesome. <laughs> well, okay, three things real quick. Number one, forgive. Mm. I just, if Christ says, the one thing keeping you from experience God's forgiveness is whether or not you're going to extend that forgiveness, Matthew 6, 13 and 14. Uh, that ought to be at the top of every person's priority list mm -hmm. to identify offendedness and bitterness. Because until you deal with those, you're not going to be able to get along peaceably with anyone. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and then I'd say this, having gotten to stand on some stages and having seen God use small little offerings of songs still blows my mind. Even as you were talking about the song Warren at the beginning, mm -hmm. I had a friend we we're on tour and he goes, man, don't you just love how God uses these songs? It's like five loaves and two fish, man. I go, yeah, sometimes. Mm. He goes, what you mean? I go, sometimes God takes this little offering that we bring and he expands it 
and explodes it and people are ministered. Like, so for a worship leader, he you're ministered to in the service and God uses this feeble little offering and he, and he blesses people. Sometimes this offering looks like a year's worth of perfume poured out on just mm-hmm. his feet. Mm-hmm. And I need you to know, both are worthy sacrifice. Mm-hmm. The sacrifice is on us. The metrics are on him. Yeah. How he decides right. to use it. And so that leads me to the last point. Please stop praying for God to use you. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Here I am. Send me. That's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. God I present myself useful. That's the prayer. So many of us, me included, we were praying and praying, God, use our band. Use me. Use me in this service. Use me in this service. Well, what happens when God taps you on the shoulder? He goes, what if I want to use the other worship guys? Mm. Well, use me first. Use me more. We have to be so careful in the church that our being used by him never trumps our core identity of being loved by him. Okay. So now I don't pray that God uses me. I say, God, I would love for you to use me. And I present myself useful to you. But at the end of the day, I just say, God move that way. When God uses someone else, some other worship leader, some other church, some other band, some other song, guess what? I don't get overcome with jealousy. I get to participate in the joy of seeing God move. I think I would have to talk about contentment. I think, uh, because that's what I would need to hear myself. Mm. I think Um, for me, the local church ministry has always been, um, it's been so easy to, to look across the fence and to to look at the other person's yard or however you want to you know metaphor that but mm-hmm. to look at the church next to you or, or whatever and say you know i wish i had their budget or i wish i had their platform or i wish this and i wish that and it's so tempting man and it's especially because you know worship ministry has so many creative elements in it too and anytime you're doing something creative it's like you know i wish i had that gifting or i wish it was more appreciated here and i think that i would just have to encourage the room uh, to to feel content that God has given you this place and that what you're doing matters so much, mm. whether there's 5,000 people in your room when you lead worship or there's five. And, mm. and, and the impact kingdom-wise uh, and, and the faithfulness doesn't change based on that. You know, God's not looking to tell us, man, you know, I'm so glad that you were, you know, so popular on earth he wants to know that you're so faithful on earth Mm -hmm. and uh, i'm just convinced that there's so many small town small church faithful ministers that no one will ever hear about um that that are going to be sitting right next to jesus just like some of these guys Mm -hmm. that are that are very famous and um Mm -hmm. that would be my encouragement is just to know that what you do really matters and you and you don't get to see the ripple effects for the kingdom sometimes in those ministries you don't know who is in your congregation and what they do and what they impact and how they say like maybe some other uh but god has gifted and set everyone in a place and there's no better there's no worse there's different and that would be my encouragement well one i would say thank you thank you for what you yeah. do mm-hmm. every single week 
I would say what a worthy thing to give your life to, to give your early mornings to, to give your late night memorizing the chord Mm -hmm. charts to like it, it matters. And I know for me as a young girl, God touched my heart during worship and that's how God captured my attention. And so there's people coming to church that will experience the presence of God for the first time, maybe. And it really, like you were saying, it has nothing to do with us or you, but like just the vessel that God wants to move through. Like, so thank you for what you're doing. It matters. The other thing I would say is don't forsake your time with the Lord personally, because everything you do from there, that is where it overflows from. And so when you get up to lead others, like have, have a depth with the Lord that you can take them into. And it really does start with um, your personal relationship with the Lord. Um, Yeah. I think I would want to talk about the fruit of the spirit. And because sometimes we act as if like excellence is a fruit of the spirit spirit or efficiency is a fruit of the spirit, but actually these things can be important. But if they're ever at the expense of the fruit of the spirit showing up in the mix, then that's bad news. And then, you know, backstage at church and behind the scenes or in the green room, whatever is, is there kindness? Are you treating each other kindly? Are the, are the tech people treating the worship leaders kindly? Are the worship leaders treating the tech people kindly? Are, the, are we are we treating volunteers with kindness? Is there patience? Sometimes I've, I've found the most efficient moments I've been in where there's a big thing happening, there's not a whole lot of patience in the mix. That, that can't be, you know, if the Holy Spirit is involved here, there's going to be patience. There's going to be kindness. Mm-hmm. There's going to be self-control there's going to be um joy is there joy you know the sometimes we're all focused on our goal and there's a bit of stress in the thing and we got to do this thing and this thing and it's still needs doing preparing for a service you know maybe it's easter or christmas and the heat gets turned up a bit is there still joy in the mix so that would be my challenge like um judge things sometimes on the fruit of the spirit not just how many people showed up or how well oiled the machine was, you know, and um, I think it's an important one. There's a guy called John Wimber. He's, he said something great just to end. He said, um, the real test in these days will not be in the writing and producing of new and great worship music. The real test will be in the godliness and the character of those who deliver it. And uh, that's huge. This just feels important to me right now. This is what first comes to mind. Um, as a worship leader or on a worship team, it feels easy to recognize god when he comes into a room like like a lion you know um like when when the lion roars it's loud and it's victorious and it's like whoa that is so great i love when he does that Mm -hmm. but also the the lord holds everything with perfect tension like he holds he he is mercy but he is judgment and he is Mm -hmm. he loves justice and like he does these things, he's grace and he is truth, like perfectly, 100% both. And so mm-hmm. there's a lot of times when I wish I could tell worshipers, like, man, like Jesus is victorious. He did breathe again. He did come back from the grave, but he also suffered on the cross. And he does sometimes choose to come into rooms like the Lamb of God that was slain. Mm-hmm. And so I think as worshipers, it's important to ask the Lord, like, hey, how are you? How are you choosing to reveal yourself today? And and if it's as lamb, sometimes it's hard, sometimes it's easy to miss 
miss that. If all you're doing is like barreling forward and like, there will be breakthrough, victory, swing the sword. You got this touchdown. Like it's, it's sometimes that the Lord is like, Hey, I actually want people to process grief today. And will you give me the space to be a really good shepherd that knows how to, how to lead people through their valley of the shadow of death. Um, And so to the, I guess the challenge, the big room challenge is like, Hey, will you, will you start asking the Lord what he's doing instead of assuming what he wants to do? Um, He is so good at leading us that um, I want to be a follower. And the word says that my sheep know my voice and they follow me because they, they know the timbre of my voice. And so my chapter would be like, Hey, would you, would you re up on getting acquainted with the voice of God? Maybe he doesn't want a super victorious. It's, it would be weird for us to like slam this like victorious song at a funeral. That's weird. That's just off. Um, it would also be off to like sing this morose or somber thing at, um, at, at, at a, at a wedding. That's weird. Um, so like, the challenge is like, will you re up on learning what learning to ask the Lord, like, what is he doing and getting acquainted in your heart to knowing, like, I know the voice of the Lord because I spent time to know the timbre of his voice. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. You know, I've recently gone back into spoken word and I've been thinking a lot about how some of the greatest leadership lessons I learned from the underground slam poetry scene when I was young. And so if I had a microphone to share with everyone who, you know, you serve your people and you serve your church and you're doing all you can. And some of you have been serving for years and some of you are are new. And here's something I would encourage you in. One of the greatest lessons I learned, I was, I grew up doing spoken word poetry on the streets of San Francisco. And there was these um, elite competitions where you bought tickets and you went to a theater and the best spoken word poets would compete. And there would be a judge's table and there would be your heroes people you looked up to, published authors, published poets, and they were your judges. And you would perform your spoken word piece and people would give you scores. Your heroes would give you scores. And certainly they were the ones qualified to judge you. So they give you their scores. And and this is how it was in kind of the elite spoken word poetry world. But in the underground, in the underground slam poetry scene where we are not in theaters, perhaps we are after hours in a record store or a community college cafeteria or a bar or a coffee shop. We're breaking all the fire codes. We're sitting 200 of us smashed together. Some of you are like, oh, that sounds like my youth room. (laughs) No, obey fire codes. But we would be there and there would be no judges and there were no tables. Instead, we were all crammed in this room and an MC would go to the front and he would say this. He would say, who here has never been to a poetry slam before? And certainly all these hands would shoot up. Maybe someone's cousin dragged them there or they're there on English class assignment. They have to write something about poetry. All these people, maybe even cynics, raise their hands. And then the MC would give them the scorecards, signifying that the underground would always be the voice of the people and that we did not want to be poets who were just out there trying to impress other poets. But if we could not communicate to everyday people, then we weren't communicating at all. And that is one of the greatest lessons I have learned as a leader, as a communicator, as a person, as a friend. God, don't let us be leaders who are just trying to impress other leaders. Don't let us be speakers or worship pastors 
who are trying to impress other speakers or worship pastors, God, help us to convey hope to people who perhaps have never heard about hope before. Help me be clear. Help me be truthful. Help me to explain Jesus to people who maybe are raising their hands because it's their first time. And I think that's been a compass for me because one of the things that can happen in our churches is that we become so fixated on what other people are doing or what other churches are doing. And we look at this judges table of our heroes, of people who we look up to, but maybe we do things in order to impress them instead of doing things to obey God and serve our kids community. And so one of my encouragements to us as we're serving in our churches or serving our people, serving our families, is to really think about who God has called you to serve. And if it was their first time in the room, how can you convey hope and peace and joy to people who perhaps have never heard of it before? Don't worry about the judges. Don't worry about the critics. Think about who God has called you to serve and just do that. I love that. Love, love, love that. Uh, you know, back in the beginning, we used to do, we asked fi- the same five questions to everybody. We call it the Frank Five. Mm-hmm. And maybe those were lame questions because the only one that really survived is the big the room. The big question. room. <laughs> yeah. So it's now just like the Frank One. Yeah. But it, they yeah. Were the, the first, if you've listened to the first episodes, we, we had the Frank Five. And, uh, uh, but yeah, the big room what question. A, I was I, like, what I a good love one the to survive. thoughtfulness of, of that. And, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's really, really great. And some incredible wisdom shared with all of us. So, hey, that's episode 262, right? That's a wrap on that. 262. So like a Christmas present. Just put Wrapped the bow it. on it here at the right. end. Put We're putting the bow, bow on, on it. So don't boy. you sign off. The bow is still coming. You don't get yeah, to sign exactly. off. <laughs> oh, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. It's We're going to work quick. I'm going to work quick for you guys just so that we can get to that, that glorious finish. So, <laughs> hey, make sure you hit subscribe wherever it is that you listen to podcasts that way you never have to go look for us and do us that solid head on over to apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star rating it, with guys. a nice review do it do both drop yes. emojis in just write a plus plus use ai to just write your root re- just do it it just really yes. helps us get the podcast get in front creative. of more people yeah. and guys thank you so much for following us on all of the socials for interacting for commenting for sharing for just being you you can find us at worship probs on instagram facebook threads and youtube you can find us at Worship Leader Probs on TikTok. And uh, you can even find us over there on Twitter by searching the hashtag Worship Leader Probs. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Thanks for engaging with us and for following along. And um, go hit up our friends, Maven Media Productions. If you need help with communications or social media or websites or coaching, whatever it might be, uh, they can help you out there. And uh, thanks to my friend Scott Hoke for our voice intro. Guys, we absolutely love you. We're praying for you this December. Thanks for taking time to spend a few minutes with us during a busy, busy season. Um, but we know that God's going to use you to make an impact this uh, this month and all months, but uh, especially here at at, uh, at Christmas time. So we love you. Thanks for listening. Until next time, deuces. I'll be home for smellness.